Let's move into our next thing that we got here. Oh, all right then, people. X is considered one of the best horror movies of this year by a few people out there. You don't know what we're doing, does he? Well, it's better to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. Would you like to come inside? What's your boss? I want to be in the movie. Well, you can't. The story can't just change midway through. If Daddy catches us, there's no telling what he might do. My wife is not well. <laughs> this was a weird one. And I actually enjoyed it a lot. Man, I uh, just watched it yesterday. Oh, what did you think? Yeah, it's, 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 a, a, it's a movie. <laughs> I did not like it too much. I mean, I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I was. I just wasn't hyped for it. Yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. I actually. I, I, but I get why you do. It's not where I'm like. Yeah. Man, why you tell me to watch that shit? I was like, no, no, it's it's a quality production. <laughs> no, I, I I enjoyed the hell out of this movie, man. Enjoyed it a lot, and uh, and a lot of people out there did also. But for those who enjoyed it, such as I did, little did we know that while this movie was getting prepped for release, old Ty West, you little sneaky devil, you he was out, I think he was out of the country. I think he was in the Netherlands, maybe mm. filming a prequel. Mm. Because he knew. He said, people going to like my shit. <laughs> and if they don't, they're going to like this next movie. <laughs> no, they don't in the hell with him. Um, yeah, a, sequel was, uh, a prequel was being secretly shot. Centering, and we just, we just showed it over here. Uh, you could see, and a lot of people, if you've seen this, then you know who we're talking about. The, the, the prequel was centering on the murderous and horny old-ass woman, Pearl. Okay. From X. Now, I saw Pearl, and then I watched X. Do you know why I was confused as fuck? No. No, I do not. Okay. I, I don't. Okay. But I don't want to spoil anything, right, but I don't. Okay. But I, I, no, I, I don't, but, you know, I, I, again, I don't begrudge you your confusion. Okay. <laughs> if you have it. All right, because there's something kind of basic right there, even in that frame. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I, I see what you're saying, but I got it. I got it. But this one. Since we're talking about Pearl, the when last we saw her, she was the old, crazy, murderous, and very horny old woman from X. Now we're going back from 1979 and taking it way back further to 1918. We had a young Pearl. And Pearl is a young woman just dreaming, just dreaming of getting off the farm. And the only way she sees of making it is joining show business as a chorus girl. But her mean old mother, she ain't having none of it. You know, there's, there's chores to be done. And who's going to help take care of your sick father if you're gone out there having all these dreams and hopes? <laughs> you better get your ass back to work. <laughs> help me, girl. Quit being so disgrateful, uh, ungrateful. Uh, ungrateful. Ungrateful for all the good things I do for you. Keep, your, keep your, your belly fed, give your roof over your head. And all I ask you to do is just to sacrifice your life for everything else on this farm. Plus, your, your husband might be coming home from the war any day now. And your husband might be coming home from the war any day now, which is beginning to look a little bleaker and bleaker. And that was the other thing that she hoped to pull her off this farm and off of this bleak life that she has here. But we, hey, the thing is, we learned that, you know what? Maybe Pearl was never right, you know, and, and always horny. And maybe her mom, maybe her mom knows something that none of us do. 
none of us are aware of. Maybe, maybe mom is doing what she, exactly she's supposed to do by keeping world, uh, the world safe from Pearl. <laughs> Not leashing this girl among, among the world. Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer, which is the sequel to X. Prequel. I mean, I'm sorry, prequel. X being about a group of uh, porn producers and actors who go off to make a porno on a spooky farm. Uh, there was a time when that farm was not so spooky. Actually, it was kind of beautiful, even with all the crazy stuff going on. Let's go ahead and take a look at Pearl, the prequel to X, and we'll be back with our reviews. It would help we had some sound, Mark. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes, occasionally. Sound helps out. Take it from the top, Martin. <laughs> ah. Caring for your family during these times is admirable. But you only get one take at this life. If only they would just die. Pardon? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, that's like, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Pearl is crazy, man. <laughs> oh, you picked up on that. Yeah, I mean, that's sometimes you see people who are crazy and you still got to say, God damn, you crazy. Yeah. Pearl is not right, man. <laughs> I love how people just re everybody reacts to Pearl like that. What the what the fuck? Right? They're like, oh, Pearl, you uh, uh what? <laughs> uh, uh huh. Nothing. Theta! I want to be special, dancing up on the screen like the pretty girls in the picture. I will not let you leave this farm again. Because we're like, where you going with that? <laughs> no, no, wait, wait a minute, Pearl. No, hold on. I, I ain't even done. Quick! <laughs> I mean, you were cool. <laughs> like anyone, he wants to run so bad, but he's scared. <laughs> uh, well, come on, Pearl, now. Hold on. We can be, we can be get along. Ah! <laughs> I'm worried there may be something real wrong with me. Rumor has it they only take one gal per town. We're looking for someone with X Factor. It has to be me. How about a film nobody else has seen? Is it legal? It will be eventually. I know what I've done. Bad things. Terrible, awful, murderous things. I want to be loved from as many people as possible. But truth is, I'm not really a good person. <laughs> Movie's fucking insane, okay? Let me just get that out the way if you couldn't tell already. Uh. But 
I have to say that I I do love, I absolutely love how director Ty West is using this and X as a way to pay home, uh, homage to horror. Mm-hmm. Or just go in and play with just different styles of filmmaking. I, I do greatly appreciate that. Watching Pearl and then to see X and go like, man, the, dir- the directorial style is so completely different. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, watching X, X was was was, was like a a more perverted satirical satirical ode to uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you got to be pretty fucked up to out weird <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They try, they put a lot of effort into it. Uh, Pearl, on the other hand, is like a '40s or '50s Technicolor film gone horribly wrong. <laughs> it's almost like you took horror and just decided to bring it to a whole new different genre in a way. Uh, you know, and I even hesitate to call this horror because, I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. It is definitely heavy elements of that there. But this is more of a gothic thriller, you know, because it's not about the kills. This is more of a character piece. You know, just looking just looking at a woman just just go mad, just go insane, who probably was already it was there. It a short trip. <laughs> it really was. That's why I say she was already there. Mm-hmm. It just see how she escalates even more. Uh, and... and, and you know, you could tell that Ty West is having fun with this, man. You know, he's not he's not taking the story seriously at, at all. It's so over the top and 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 batshit insane. But he's 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 not making it a goof. Like he's taking everything else around it seriously. Uh, you know, uh he's he's playing the drama pretty straight. You know, getting some great acting and and scenes out of these people, man. Uh you know the uh, especially the tension between Pearl and and, and her mother, uh, and like I said, you know, and as we've been talking about the contrast between the filmmaking contrast between X and this is is uh, is huge, uh, a huge difference with the man. You know, uh, X was dark and grimy, uh, almost kind of dusty in a way. Yeah, the way it felt. Uh, Pearl, on the other hand, is. Very bright, vibrant. Vi- yeah, very bright and colorful, man. It almost like looks like a musical or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, very brightly technicolor. The, cin- the cinematography here is beautiful. Uh, Ty West does an excellent job at emulating like films from the '40s and '50s. The score in this is perfect. I mean, they, they don't think they had a, a, a huge budget to do any of this with. And being that this is a period piece with this kind of awesome cinematography, the, the music that they were able to do. The writing is very strong in some parts. Uh, I was in- extremely impressed to the point where I feel like, hey, look, if you got friends out there that don't know anything about X or know anything about these these movies, man, take them to this shit and freak them the hell out. Because yeah. it seems very innocent at first. Sort of. The the look of it seems innocent. Well, I'm talking about in the very beginning. Uh-huh. For about Five minutes. It seems yeah. like we might be we might be watching a movie from the fifties. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I would love you to take somebody who knows nothing about this and freak them the fuck out. Well, it might almost be better. Like I said, I was confused because watching this and then I go watch X and Mia Goth, who plays Pearl in this, is in the X but not as Pearl. So I was just like. Wait, what am I missing here? What's they going just, on? They just they just look alike. That's all. Right, 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 it, yeah. right. Yeah, I had to go like, okay, that's just you know, uh, Ryan Murphy does that all the time. So yeah, a- that's the play thing. Different roles and in, in X that plays a big role because Pearl. If you haven't seen X, Mia Goth is playing two roles. She's playing a girl named Maxine, and then she's playing Pearl, the old woman. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is that she. 
Pearl sees a lot of herself in Maxine, like that's how I look back in the day, right, which right. makes her even crazier. Right, because right. she sees her actually performing and yeah. being on camera, even though it's a, even though it's a porn film. And that's one of the things I liked about this because you know it's a. Uh, there are you don't have to watch X to watch this. No, but if you do, it does enhance this uh, a little bit because what Pearl sees. Uh, with them making that porn film, it makes her crazier because she always wanted to be someone. And when she sees them making a porno, she even feels kind of like, damn, I might even have my chance in porno back in the day and I fucked that up. Because she's watching stag films in right, this. Right, right, so right. So there's a lot of cool ways that they, these movies in style contrast each other very much. But theme wise, there's a lot of stuff that connects and, and, and kind of parallels each other. It's similar to the two orphan movies and even Better Call Saul with Breaking Bad, where mm -hmm. the the prequel comes after, yeah, and you don't have to watch that first. It's still better to watch the first, the other one, yeah. and then watch the prequel because <clears throat> it informs it and gives you a richer experience. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, in, like like I said, if you were able, if you're able to watch both of them, and especially if you watched the uh, X before, it it does make for probably a slightly better viewing experience but I think that this is I think this is fun enough to where it's, it doesn't rely on that it might, it might make you want to go back and watch X even after you see it now I appreciate the <laughs> artistry of this but I didn't appreciate the movie until about halfway through because at, at first it's so like you know that juxta, juxta, juxtaposition of it being so technicolor and, and, yeah. and very 50s and bright and yet all this stuff that's disturbing but it was also seemed like it was played for for chuckles. Like it's like like somebody elbowed me to rib, like, huh? 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 I was like, yeah, okay, all right. I know these people like this. It's not really doing it for me. But about halfway through, when shit started getting more serious, uh, I really got into it then. Oh and, yeah. And the movie is <laughs> is gross. <laughs> and uh and you know, it, it, I mean it's still it's still, you know, got that humorous edge. But I was more into what was going on. Yeah, I you know I I liked the I did like the humorous edge to it along with the darkness of it because it was the whole juxtaposition of this bright cheery film which has this old time filmmaking where they never did anything like this mm -hmm. you know now it's put in there almost as a joke but a joke that's executed very well I thought and just a way to have fun you know it's uh and, and again a way to just go in and experiment with the style uh, and you know I just uh. I thought that the thing that really pulled me in was was uh, uh, Mia Goth. Oh yeah, Mia Mia Goth. This is her movie, man. Yeah, and she, she's she's co-writer. She she's she, she's great, and she knows it. She's an executive producer on here, and she's the co-writer. And it's almost like she was in those roles just to make an expensive ass demo reel, just to show <laughs> yeah. people just how good she is. Uh -huh. Or how crazy she is. There are moments I was watching this and I was like, I don't think that's acting. She's too, <laughs> she's too good. I, let's just say I would not. If she was my girlfriend, I'd break up with her after we right, made this right. movie. Like if you were dating her and she said, well, come to the premiere with me. Like, those would be great. Walk the red carpet, see other celebrities. You sit there and watch that movie. You would dip out. You, halfway you, through. Halfway through. Act like you go in the bathroom and just ghost her. I said, you were too convincing in this mm -hmm. shit. For me to be staying with you, I don't know what the fuck you're gonna do in the middle of the night. Right, you brought this shit on yourself for being too good. I would break up, but that's how good. That's the biggest compliment I can give her. If I was her boyfriend, I would break the fuck up with her after watching this movie because she's too crazy. But she's excellent, man. She is. She's amazing in this film. 
This feels like a bandit project because so many scenes of uh, of her are of her alone. You know, she's she's monologuing or she's doing something eccentric or weird. She's yelling at her mom in some scenes. But thing is, all those scenes are great, man. I I love them. Um, I love the scene. And this is what I love about the filmmaking too, because I mean, for this to be a horror movie, Ty West is just playing around with so many different things in here, like even playing. Play around briefly with the musical, our musical number. There's not singing in it, but there's a dance number in mm -hmm. here. And the artistry, the, the 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 art direction, the production on that, and the even the choreography, and all of it was really cool, man. Uh, you know, she dominates every time that she's on screen, man. Uh, and you know, the funny thing is, I, there were so many those, those scenes that where she's alone. Those scenes are also built for suspense too. I really felt bad for everybody she killed. <laughs> Man, that, because the thing is, you know, anytime she's alone and she's monologuing or she's doing something, it's usually somebody else there who's trying to be nice to her. Yes. There's somebody else there who is, who's, who's listening. Uh, and, and I'll tell you why I love that, too. And then halfway through, they start going, oh, shit, yeah. I got to get out of here. Like, even that scene with that, with that duck, man. <laughs> I, 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 won't, I won't talk, Pearl. I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say nothing. You know, that, that duck came in there to actually, or that goose came in to say, hey, you know what, damn, good job, Pearl, because Pearl is dancing all around the bar and everything, and the goose came in like, hey, what's going on in here, Pearl? All that fuck, no, no. Cause, I ain't seen nothing. Yeah, the, per, the, the goose came in to actually like say, good job, Pearl. Uh -huh. Yeah, you're pretty good. And she's like, you gonna tell my mom, ain't you? No, Pearl, no, no. I won't talk. Nah, man. Yeah, the encore did not go well. Yeah, she just had an urge to kill stuff. Yeah, man. But a lot of those scenes, they you know they they they're great because when she's monologuing or she's alone dancing, it's gonna end bad. Is either you know is either gonna end in a murderous kind of way or she's just going to lose her mind. Mm. And it's you know none of this is gonna go down easy. Those scenes. Of her, like that scene with her at the dinner table, yeah, with her mother, uh, very intense, man, very intense, and uh, and you know, and, and and this goes to show you that it does take a lot of times another actor to prop you up because there was a lot of people who actually made those scenes better because they were actually helping out sure. Mia Goth, uh, and Mia Goth was the one that was shining in those scenes, but everybody else was so good with her, man. Uh, that scene right there at the dinner table, that was crazy. I, I I was on the edge the whole time. Shit, even Hello Fresh couldn't help them. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't pair that with Hello Fresh. Uh, okay. you, right. you gonna lose that sponsorship. Oh, you know what, Mark? Let me just say this. If they had Hello Fresh, <laughs> oh, no. all of that would have been just fine. Just fine. They never would have been arguing. They never would have been killing each other and doing all that foul stuff. Yeah, if you say so. I say, you know why I say so, Martin? Why? Cause America, America's number one, <laughs> America's number one meal kit, man, <laughs> could have helped them out. Hey, listen, a lot of people they're about to lose their mind this uh, this fall. People going back to school. Yeah. Some people even going back to the office now, I going know. back to work. I know. I read an article that said <laughs> bosses have said enough is enough. <laughs> get your ass back in the office. I tried to be nice. <laughs> I thought y'all would get the hit and get your ass back to work. But hey, now I got to tell you, get your ass up. <laughs> but, but my kid, I don't give a fuck. But hey, thing is, a lot of people going to be busier now. A lot of people going to be busy with school, work, family. Kids are coming home hungry and everything. 
uh, this is the perfect time to get HelloFresh, man. HelloFresh, they got you covered, man, with a weekly section. Select, I'm sorry, a weekly selection of 30 plus recipes and 70 items that are all delivered to your door. Gonna save you a lot of money because HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout. And don't even get started on the restaurant. Mm. Even save you some money on groceries, man. Good you deal. Would think, you would think going to the grocery store and buying groceries would be cheaper, but no, they even save you money on going to the store. The other thing with this is that not only they're saving you money, but they're saving you time, Martin. I love my time. Time is money for some people. And they got, most of the meals are set up to be 30 minutes or less when you prepare them. They even got these quick and easy meals that are 20 minutes or less to prepare. Low prep, which means that not a lot of cleanup in the kitchen when it's done. You get to start eating and hanging out with your family and friends a lot quicker, man. Nice. And I can attest to that. Like, I don't, I haven't cooked in a long time. I was impressed at how, the first, I'm going to be honest with you, the first time I cooked something, it took me about 50 minutes because mm-hmm. I was scared. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I'm going to burn this up. <laughs> but once I got used to it, we started doing other ones. Mm-hmm. We, man, Easy we would peasy. breeze through there. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about myself and Mia, who loves doing this, man. Yeah, man. Once you start getting into it, ah, oh, these things are real easy to make. Uh, and you know, a lot of people don't think that, okay, these quick and easy meals that are easy to make, you know, if they're that easy and if they're that fast, these must be some cheap ass ingredients, boy. <laughs> must be nasty. No. <laughs> no, no, they use the best ingredients. No, they do. They High do. quality. They do, man. Uh, those ingredients, they travel from, uh, from the farm to your door in less than a week. The only time it's going to get bad is if you let them sit up there and just go rotten. (laughs) (laughs) So I know some people who have done that. So cook them, man. Also, I told you you can mix and match your meals. So if you're worried about, uh, are they going to give me too much meat? Are they going to give me too much, too many vegetables? Uh, Nah, man. Look, you mix and match it the way you want. Go extremely one way or the other or do a combination, man. You know, you need some protein with your veggies. So go ahead and get yourself a little meat on there and vice versa. And now they're also into uh, doing desserts. They have uh, they have snacks and wholesome desserts and stuff that you can cook with your kids, too. You know, I keep an old family in mind, man. That's good. Yeah. And always something new on the menu. They were preparing stuff seasonally. They still do. Yeah. And they had a summer menu. They had a spring menu. I think they probably may, might be getting a fall menu together. But they always, hey, HelloFresh is not called HelloFresh for just the kitchen <laughs> and cooking. They, they keep they keep the re- the recipes fresh, Martin. Well, that is the thing. Uh, some fruits and vegetables are seasonal. Most yeah. of them are. We just have these plants that are able to pump stuff out to us anytime we want. But if you yeah. want the best quality, you buy certain things at certain times of the year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, uh, I told you, I enjoyed cooking with HelloFresh. I had a, had a girl over here, Chloe, the other day. She said she loves HelloFresh and says that she loves a man that can cook. Now, being that she has HelloFresh, she might be knowing your ass is lying if you try to pull one over <laughs> you. But, uh, hey, you going, hey, I'm talking to the guys. You get yourself, uh, get yourself a date coming to the house, just put on some HelloFresh, throw those bags away, and just say, hey, I'm just cooking a little something right here for us. And they're going to find that sexy. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Hey, Dad gave you a lot of reasons to get HelloFresh. You would think I'm out of reasons. I got more. How about this? HelloFresh saves you money, saves you time, but they still want to give you more. Go to HelloFresh.com slash DoubleToasted16. Use the, 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 the promo code DoubleToasted16, and you're going to get 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. That's right. You heard me. They're st- 
out of all the stuff they're doing for you, they still want to give you gifts. So that is HelloFresh.com slash DoubleToasted16, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H.com slash DoubleToasted16. That is D-O-U-B-L-E-T-O-A-S-T-E-D, the number 16, and use the promo code DoubleToasted16 to get up to 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. If your life is going to be busy, your schedule is going to be hectic, you owe yourself to do this. Save yourself some time. Save yourself some money. I use HelloFresh all the time, and I've always enjoyed it. And I want you to also enjoy it as well. I want to thank HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, for sponsoring this portion of the show. And also to all of you out there for your support, as always. Um... I'm just talking about how everyone is good in this. I do think everyone is good in this, man. Because uh, mainly everyone's reacting to Pearl's crazy ass. Sure. And the way they do that is hilarious most of the time. Uh, and listen, the, you know, and the characters, to me, I, I would be curious to see how you feel about it. But the characters, to me, don't they don't play to the to the obvious, man. I think they do a, a, a lot of good writing for these characters. Uh, well, that's why I cared. I felt bad when when, you know, bad things well when the she being the bad thing happened yeah you know like the the projectionist man uh david uh corn sweat is i think his name is he plays howard the projectionist at first he's introduced to be like it, what potentially looks like a sleazy character but the character doesn't play out like that mm. he actually seems to understand pearl he's showing pearl some pornography not because he's trying to you know be a sleaze and get her into it he's just kind of like you just look like you need to break to break free mm -hmm. you need to let loose and do the craziest thing out there yeah uh also again that kind of connects back to to x where there was a new technology that was going to bring in a new era of porn there mm -hmm. it was kind of like hey man you know these films that they're showing hey right. there's this new thing out there right he's like these stack films they, they, they they're blowing up people <laughs> fucking on film you know that's new <laughs> um you know it's almost like they also did it because they want to kink shame the audience you know <laughs> but he didn't no he's not a sleazy guy at all he just said you know these people i got this from france over in europe where people is free hey maybe you need to try it you know i would really appreciate the way that character played out um they but also have what's that? That that projection that that actor. That's another one of those cases of that guy's way too muscular for the nineteen seventeen. Well, you are man let, man. let these people live. Let this man be swole. Come on. Hey, like hey, tell the phone rings. Hey, Marvel. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I'll 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 get the I'll get you paid next week. I promise. He might have been working out with them dumbbells with the bars on the end with those, those balls, those big, those big black balls on the end. <laughs> The dumbbells, yeah, the, the barbells with the big black, you know, yeah, big black yeah, balls right, on right. them. Yeah, man, let that man live. Marsh, you want to let him be healthy. Um, she's got a, she's got a sister-in-law. See if I can find a picture of her. Um, uh, and I, I like the sister-in-law in this man. Yeah. Uh, her sister-in-law Mitzi, who, uh, who's I forgot the 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 the, the actress that is playing her. But Mitzi, you can see she's blonde, she's pretty, and you know, you could almost imagine her coming up and being kind of shitty to Pearl because she's just a simple farm girl. Uh, but nah, man, she's, they, they really want you to feel bad for anybody that is a potential victim. Because I'm not going to tell you anybody that gets killed or you know, anything like that. You have to see the movie for that, but you feel for, you're bad for anybody that's a potential victim of hers because everybody treats Pearl nice. I know. Pearl's biggest enemy is it's fucking Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. 
Well, her mom also. Yeah, yeah, her mom is driving her crazy, and her mom I thought was great, man. I I love that her mom is German and it's pre World War Two, so she's she's a, a Nazi sympathizer, but they don't make a big deal out of it. No, I know, I know, man. It's almost like oh, this poor old woman right there. Because it's before America's really in the war with yep. them. Yep. Tandy Wright plays uh the 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 mom here, and beautiful in real life. Uh, they ugly her up here because they want to make her look like, you know, a really mm. mean person. She's actually really beautiful in real life, but she is, a, you know, she's extremely overbearing in this movie, man. And, you know, and uh, and I would say that that's probably where the movie does play a little bit more predictably um, because, you know, the, the, what we have here is nothing different from what you see in a lot of movies where you have the overbearing parent that yes. drives the kid crazy, like Carrie. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, but Tandy Wright is so good, and her scenes with uh, Mia Goth are so good that it's uh, it's all worth it, man. Even if you have seen that kind of theme before, that you know, it's it's some very you know these actors are incredible, man. In this, that's one of the things I was really impressed with. That's why I was like, you know, when you say horror movie, man, you're gonna think this thing is just a big blood or gore fest, and it's not. There's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie where they go for a long time without any violence. So, do you consider this a, a thriller rather than a horror movie? In a way, yeah, in a way, like a gothic thriller, man, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, it's not, like I said, it's not about the kills. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, it, like, listen, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm kind of used to this kind of kind of, kind of horror or whatever, but it didn't really seem as gory as it could have been. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would say it's, because, again, it's more of a character study uh, than it is more, you know, like straight out of horror yeah. in a way. But, yeah, I mean, but if people say it's horror, I can see that, too. Barbarian, you think of that as horror or thriller? Horror. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) What pushes it over for you? I can't say. Okay. But yes. Yeah, fuck yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But man, while I'm talking about the the actors in this movie, uh, let me, I got to give it up. I got to give it up for my man in the wheelchair. Oh, jeez. I forgot. Man. That man was... I forgot that. I'm going to look at this actor's name, but man, somebody tell me this actor's name because he, he for somebody who's stuck in a chair for the whole movie, he was acting his ass off. Those eyeballs deserve Best Supporting Actor no- nomination because there are moments when shit is going down. like, what the fuck? If I can get out this chair and jump out this room right now, I'd leave. But he can't do nothing. Like, when shit goes down, he does... Sure. This man does so much with his eyes. Yeah. Like, when they're arguing, he's like, I wish these bitches would just shut up. And then when shit's going, like, Pearl is, like, walking towards him sometimes, like, oh, fuck. He wants to yell help so bad. <laughs> this moment, he's like, <laughs> it was almost like those eyeballs wanted to jump out of his head and run away. <laughs> that dude was great, man. Uh, Yeah, I wish I could remember the guy's name. If anybody gets that guy's name, let me know. I think Alexander Strauss or something like that. But he's uh, he's he was very good. My man in the chair, boy. He all, all he could do nothing but move his eyes, and he was great. Um, you know, I as I say, you don't have to see X to really uh, watch this movie, but it helps out a lot. Uh, and the movie, I tell you, the movie cuts off at a great point. The movie cuts off right when shit is starting to get maybe too crazy. <laughs> but I appreciated that, man. Uh, Matthew Sutherland is the guy, guy's name in the chair. Oh, the dad. Yeah, the dad. He was very good, man. <laughs> Probably one of the most underrated actors in the movie. Uh, had little, had the least to, to, to work with and did some of the most. Uh, but yeah, man, the end of this movie just goes off. And it had, at the very end, if, you're not, if you don't think that, if you, if you don't 
think that they're not taking this movie seriously. By the end of this movie, you will see that they are kind of like having fun with this. But I did appreciate, again, that the movie was completely humorous, almost borderline comedy, but really took it seriously in the moments and in the areas that it counted. And I think Ty West is just a very talented director, man. I think that he's uh, pretty brilliant. And I, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Uh, when I say that this, if we want to count this as horror, then yes, this is one of the movies that I was talking about that is making horror, or this year, a good year for horror movies. Uh, and he's not done yet. He's got another one. This is a trilogy. Oh, okay. So is there a, a sequel to, yeah. to, to X coming up? Called Maxine. is going to be set in the 80s. They already released, uh, just to, like they're still shooting, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, they haven't even started shooting yet but it's been greenlit it's mm -hmm. been funded and uh it's called max scene okay So this is going to be uh, 1985. So this whole thing is uh, the link between this trilogy really is uh, not just Mia Goss character, Pearl and Maxine, but also these new stages in pornography. That's what I figure. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. Uh, but go ahead, man. Uh, I wasn't going to say, uh, where does this take place? Is it Texas? I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, I don't know because I because I, I was like was was X taking place in Texas and they're on the same farm. I think because so, her huh? her accent is so very Alabama. Mm -hmm. That's why I was very curious about that. So, um, like I said, I I appreciate what went into it. It's, there's real artistry behind it. It's it's not it's not a it's not a cheap ass uh, Jason Blum uh, jump scare movie. They, they, there's there's really you know Ty West is 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 going in it and he's having fun but he's still a great craftsman. Now I will say that the, the hu humor just doesn't work for me. As a matter of fact, it was kind of pissing me off through the first half of the of the film. But the second half doesn't focus on the humor so much. It it really is more about the character and what's going on the actual plot and that's where I came into it. Like at that point, where I was like, all right. I am suddenly enjoying this so much more, and I am on the train with this movie. Uh, and and you know, as much as I've before been like, all right, it's just not funny, and I'm exhausted, but everybody's having a good time. I ain't gonna say nothing. But then I, I notice like, oh, I'm really invested in what's happening to everybody. And and you telling me that what this has planned for the the next one, I I, I think that's really cool. Yeah, that, that's just yeah. like the different stages. Of pornography, yeah, that, that's 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 actually pretty awesome. Uh, I, it's an enjoyable movie. I don't know that it's for everybody, and you know, I, I initially considered myself to be one of those people like it's just not for me. But ultimately, it was. What'd you give it? I I, I would give it a uh, I, I'd give it a little matinee. Yeah, I really love this movie, man. I just I, I enjoyed it so much. Uh, 
no need to rewrap or go back and you know do a, a, a rewrap of why I did. I get you know I kind of explained everything of why I enjoyed this from uh, the cinematography to the humor to I love the I love the actors in this. I just think there's you know there's there is a there's a lot more if we really do want to call this horror. There's a lot more craftsmanship and just and just uh, creativity that's gone into this than your average horror movie. Mm. And and I, as I said, this is not about the kills. So we have a horror movie where they said, "All right, the horror is going to be there, but really it's going to take a little bit of the background, and we're going to like concentrate on characters here." I really enjoyed that, man. Uh, yeah, uh, between this and X, I think they've actually got what people are saying. Should I watch X before this? I would say, yeah, do that. Uh, and then you'll get a you know a whole story right there and a much more fulfilling experience. And uh, having been, having watched both of them, this is a full price for me, man. Really, really like this a lot. Uh, but really, the thing that I, I have to stress again: watch this for Mia Goth. If you just if, yeah. you think, if you're thinking that you don't want to see this because it's like uh, some you know just cheap ass horror movie or a gore film or whatnot, the, when I say the acting is great, everybody's good, but Mia Goth. You haven't seen Mia Goth act yet. Right. She goes from sort of a cartoon character to a fully realized person who, when she's delivering a monologue, you can't take your eyes off of yeah. her. Yeah. And, and she yeah. puts everything on the screen. There was one scene where that, that must have been on her for about three minutes, her delivering this monologue, uncut. Mm -hmm. And she was brilliant. Uh, yeah, a lot of people kind of... I don't know what people thought about her. They just thought she was just some weird chick. They thought she was cool. She's just a weird chick that takes weird movie projects. But she is brilliant, man. And I don't blame her for making this movie to show off her skills. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a full price for me. Um, can't wait to see what they do next with this movie, Maxine. 